All right, all right, all right. Let's see. Let's let's tear down this barn, oh, <laughs> Mom. Bring that sad shit in here. Let's burn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's burn the world. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Give me a quick. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Shanana. For Gucci. Yeah, baba. Let's see. Let's sip let's... this milkshake. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, hey, um, let's, uh, <laughs> all hey-o, right, hey-o, hey-o. Hey-o. let's, uh, we could say let's, uh, let's, uh, get a haircut, let's, uh, shave a beard, let's, uh, let's go to the barbershop, shave and a haircut, shower, shin, shave, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's two bits, that would have been the intro, all right, let's go, so to here's the what we'll do, say, so, all right, are you ready, yeah, all right, all right, <laughs> I am ready, do you know what to say? We'll Don't fuck it, it up. All okay. right, let's go. All right. Shave and a haircut. Shit and shower. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I was supposed to say? God. <laughs> Have you never heard that song? Uh-uh. You've never heard that song? What song? Shave and a haircut. Two bits. No. Dun, 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 dun. Bump, bump. I don't dun, know that was dun. the words. Yeah, shave and a haircut. Two bits. So that's that's how much um, a haircut and a shave used to cost. Two pennies. Two bits. I did not know. I yeah. always thought it was just a tune. Dun, no. Dun, 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 dun. So the barber shop is where you would get a shave and a haircut. Mm-hmm. And that before after just remember this because we're coming back to it. But I got to tell you. Okay. Do you know? So the barber shop. Come back to it. Remember yep. this. <laughs> Do you know? Um, the Muffin Man? The movie with Roger Rabbit, that sexy redhead, yep. and the white guy. Yep. Okay. What Wasn't is it, it called? called Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit's Big Adventure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, I should know. There's going to be a lot of people it. who are just like, oh my gosh, it's this. I really think it's called Roger Rabbit. No, there's something else to it, though. There's some sex. The Chronicles of Roger Right. Rabbit. So essentially, it was a giant commercial for Warner Brothers. But it was a great movie. That's funny. Yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? (laughs) No. So it was a giant commercial for Warner Brothers designed um, or disguised by a wonderfully humorous movie. Uh I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Watched it many times as a kid. Yep, same. Which is why I should know the name of it. But if you are so familiar with that movie, that is in the movie. Oh. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm super familiar. Like, I don't remember... The movie, like, all the details of it and whatnot, but I definitely remember the movie itself. (laughs) Okay, so the scene is, it's towards the very end when he's melting the tunes in acid. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's part of this kid's movie. So he's melting the tunes or the cartoon characters in acid. We got to get the dog real quick. Melting the cartoons in acid and... um. He's trying to find Roger Rabbit. Remember, because yeah. he's hidden behind the wall, and he has his cane. This is old Crazy Eyes. Yep. Um, but he has his cane, and he's tapping on like drums and stuff, and he's going shave and a haircut, right? And he's just kind of waiting, and then he's like dun 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 dun, dun. and Roger is sitting behind oh. the wall, just like because he wants to because he's it. freaking yeah. out because he wants to finish the melody. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, shave and a haircut. 
And then he goes, two bits. <laughs> and he, you know, and he busts through the wall because yeah. he has to finish the melody and he gets snagged up by old shifty I eyes. definitely remember that part. Yeah. Now. So yeah. that's See, what. the more you talk about it, the more it comes yeah, to Yeah. So mind. that's where I know it from, but yeah. I do know it's an old, like it's an old advertisement jingle or tune or something like that. Yeah. No, did not know that. Yeah. Cool. So speaking of the barbershop. Yeah. Um, Freaking Danielle is a Photoshop master. Yeah. So we talked a little bit before, didn't we, about your Photoshopping or not at all? Um, like I your don't stickers remember. and stuff. I don't remember. <coughs> well, we're about to. Yeah. So Danielle, first off, has been designing these amazing pet stickers, mm-hmm. and I mean, tell us about them. Um, so essentially I crop out the face of the dog and then I liquefy it into an oil painting so it looks like animated. So Is in Photoshop she adds almost like a like a cartoon style mm-hmm. look to it. Mm-hmm. It just makes it look almost painted. Yeah. So oil painted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take that and then I put it on a background and I customize the background to relate to the dogs. Yeah. yeah. So either being the favorite color or a cool pattern, mm-hmm. but short version, because that was actually pretty short, was, uh, they're awesome. They are so unbelievably yeah. cool that people are actually willing to give her money for them. I, uh, am pretty obsessed with them. I don't really remember what made oh i was working with the cricket yeah you got me that for christmas and um this was before i pulled up photoshop um because you can kind of design stuff in there like it's very limited so i got the idea to crop out a dot i think it was emma's is who i started with yeah um because i was kind of thinking about the emojis for your twitch and like how we would do that that's right and so i have mark's old computer and it has photoshop on it (laughs) Um, And so I just signed into Cody's Photoshop and was like, I'm going to try to figure this out because in high school I took like every single computer class that was available because they were easy to me. Yeah. They were the easiest classes. and I didn't have to go outside. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything other than work (laughs) on a computer and it was easy. So I remember, vaguely remember learning stuff in that class. And so when I pulled up Photoshop, I was like, oh God, here we go. Because if you've ever used Photoshop... It it looks simple, but it is oh, one God. of the most complicating. Just the programs. act of putting down a square <laughs> is daunting, because it, it it's not just select the rectangle tool. All right, easy enough. Hey, yeah. rectangle tool, <laughs> yeah. and then you just click and drag and make a square. Oh no, no, not even a little. So I have quite a bit of experience in editing video. Yeah. Um, on a bunch of different software. So I was like, oh, I'll be able to take out Photoshop. No problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to design some overlays. <laughs> <laughs> so what the overlays are, those are for my Twitch channel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know, um, check me out on Twitch. Marcus Live streaming. Marcus 2022. So check me out on Twitch. <laughs> um, basically, it's an even longer version of a podcast where you get to interact with me and Danielle mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to get to know us. Super fun. Yep. So anyway, I was like, I'm going to design my own overlays. So I go into Twitch, or excuse me, uh, Photoshop. Photoshop, and again, trying to draw a rectangle. <laughs> I had to YouTube how to do a rectangle in Photoshop because I was just trying to make a border mm-hmm. that looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, 45 minutes, I still have just finally figured out how to stroke it. And what stroking it is... <laughs> 
is typically done at a computer. <laughs> you, uh, it adds a line or an, yeah, I guess, basically uh, it puts outline. a border. It puts it, a border yeah. on it. Yeah. That's all I had to do. And it took me 45 minutes to figure it out. Yeah. And thank God for Danielle. <laughs> so the funny thing about that is you, I had been in here working on the box that goes around your camera. Oh yeah. And so basically Mark gave me this. Awesome drawing. <laughs> awesome. It's not the word I was going to use. We'll put it on the Facebook. Yeah, this yeah. rough draft of the idea that he came up with in his head for the thing. Overlay. Yeah, the overlay for his Twitch. And so I just took what I saw on that piece of paper and put my own twist on it. And it literally took me, I don't know, maybe like an hour or two to literally complete the whole entire thing. <laughs> yeah. And it took oh. me. <laughs> and so by the, so I had finished all of that. Mark came inside and saw it, um, really liked it. But then we had to get everything onto his computer to go from there. And so we go over to the RV and up on tiny his, house, his tiny house. Up on his computer is the box, <laughs> the box that he had created. <laughs> hey, it was a cool looking box. And Mark's like, "Look what I did!" And I was like, "Wow, that's yeah. cool." <laughs> and then so we load up what Danielle had made, and it's this beautifully rendered, like artistic looking thing. Yeah, two barber poles on the side because we're going for like an old timey wise barber marcus feel like mm -hmm. come to the barbershop hang out you know tell good stories learn some stuff it's just a really cool feel and i feel like danielle perfectly captured it with these overlays i would have to agree like i i was impressed with the stickers when yeah. i started them but now because i know how to do it it's super easy for me but creating that was something so new and learning how to do the things I did was awesome. Well, let me paint you a picture, okay? <laughs> so we're in the... Really, this is starting to become the nexus. I mean, we got the podcasting yep. recording equipment in here. We have the um, sticker machine. It does way more than stickers, but like in now Danielle's Design Center. Yep. <laughs> just a very all-in-one kind of hub for all of our businesses. And I kind of forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> I was going into something. That was just my buildup for it. <laughs> I don't remember what the hell was after the buildup. I don't know. Something with when you came in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was making. I remember. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Okay. So paint, hey, there's the picture. So the way it's set up is our recording chairs are close to the desk. Yeah. So when Danielle's working on Photoshop, I can literally just sit right next to her more or less. And see what I'm doing. And see what she's doing. But the chairs are facing opposite of each other. So I can't just sit straight in the chair to watch. Yeah. So here's me. Here's Big Papa 245, right? <laughs> Leaning on the end of this chair built for children. Yeah. Watching Danielle <laughs> on the edge of my seat because I am so engrossed at what she's doing. I'm just, I can't stop smiling. Yeah. I'm so proud of just the <laughs> creation because here's my directions. No, 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 not like that. You need to Photoshop it more. <laughs> so there's yeah. the guidance from the Mark's client. The description of what he wants me to do to <laughs> the project is to Photoshop it. Yeah. <laughs> but she knows what I mean though I because she perfectly captured it. But I even last night when you said that, Lindsay was like, what do you mean? And Mark was like, oh, she knows. She knows. She knows. Because the way I look at Photoshop, it's the professional version, right? Yeah. It's the thing that if you looked at it, you could say that would be on a magazine. Or that is something that you would see on TV. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not 
restricted just to the internet. Yeah. And that to me is what Photoshoppers do. Yeah. They make it finished. Mm -hmm. They polish it. And whenever it's not done, I'm like, okay, that's an amateur one. Yeah. I need you to photo. I need you to Photoshop it, like finish it, make it look blended or burnt or chilled or slapped. Well, a good example of that is last night. There's a difference between a picture of a mirror sitting on a background yeah versus a mirror that is in the background (laughs) (laughs) well that's part of the scene you know Mm -hmm. i use video terms but essentially a picture is a fake representation of what we would look at in real life Mm -hmm. so depending on how close things are zoomed in or zoomed out or how they're positioned or what it looks like it's not photoshopped yet Mm -hmm. because it still looks fake it still looks artificial the photoshop when I refer to that means make it look real. And that's exactly what you did. We had this mirror, which was cool if it would have been real in person. Yeah. But it looked like crap on this artificial. Yeah. It literally looked like a cropped out picture of a mirror (laughs) sitting on a background. It granted the mirror was cool, but it didn't carry over. So what I did is I looked at Mark and I said, well, why don't I just make my own mirror? (laughs) And so I look back in disbelief, (laughs) but damn it, if she didn't surprise me, I literally made my own mirror out of rectangles and pictures and blended it into a whole thing and gradients and all kinds of Photoshop made it look reflective in the mirror itself. It's so cool. And the cool part about the mirror is that's where the chat is for while I'm streaming. Mm -hmm. So what comes up the mirror is what everybody's talking about yeah it's just fun it's so cool we've made it such a warm inviting place to hang out because that's essentially what we're doing with the twitch is we're hanging out yeah we're making friends we're inspiring people and we're just putting a place for my energy yeah (laughs) well and you're building a community yeah i love it and now we have this amazing like i mean the best way to describe it is we um renovated our shop So if we were a store, if we were a barbershop Mm -hmm. or a a bar, a hangout place, we just made everything look amazing. Yeah. Like we took a shitty old building where the food was great, the people were wonderful, but the wires were exposed. Yeah. (laughs) But everybody wanted to be there. They just wished the place was nicer. Mm -hmm. Now we're nicer. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pumped. And you get to show it for the first time tomorrow. I know. It's killing me. So we have like one more thing, which is not even necessary, but the launch officially starts tomorrow. I know. And I have to work. You do? (laughs) Yeah. I have to work all day tomorrow. So that's unfortunate, but I can always. Well, you can chime in at lunch and stuff or whatever. So we got a new schedule. What is it? So me and Lindsay just recently got back down from our friend's cabin um, who actually is selling it? So that was nice really? while it lasted. But yeah, they're uh, moving on to Wyoming. Okay. And they're very happy, which is awesome. Nice. So, are you guys gonna buy it? No. If 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 finances were a little different, I would. Yeah. Um, we're just not ready right now. I mean, we're starting a brand new enterprise tomorrow. Right. So it's a little hard to justify to a bank to give me a four hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollar loan. Which would be so cool, though, because it can be an Airbnb. No, like, and it would, and I would. Yeah. And I absolutely would make it an Airbnb, and I would. it would pay for itself tenfold. Yeah. But I just, I can't afford it right now. So yeah. if anybody's looking to invest, give me a call. I yeah. got a lot of businesses that would make you rich. Is well, it out of rich. Cody's room? How much they're selling it for? For what he would have to put down, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we got to enjoy up the cabin, because the whole purpose of the trip was business planning. 
Yeah. Because as of tomorrow, I don't even know what the date is tomorrow. I don't um, know. Mark Gibbs and Lindsay Gibbs are officially retired from real estate. And it's tough because I have clients right now yeah. who uh, I'm going to have to tell them that I will not be working with them yeah. anymore because I have to make the decision. Yeah. I know for a fact that I am no longer happy as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it any at all. But it is very, very hard to walk away from, you know, $12,000 checks. Yeah. <laughs> Cody says the same thing. I mean, going from Texas to coming back to here, yeah. like, that's a huge change for him. Mm. So, like, him thinking about no longer going down there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sucks to be away from each other for three months. But, like, the money's so good. It's tough because I mean, but I also like once you come to a point where what you're doing is not making you happy, I don't think you should. And that's where I'm at. And it's not only that it's not making making me happy, it's actually genuinely making me sad and angry. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not this. I'm just sick of it. It's (laughs) Danielle almost went over. (laughs) Um, It's not this, you know, just this mild frustration or oh, I'm just sick of real estate. It's like no, I real estate has made me question my beliefs in human morality. Um, I've seen a lot of wickedness in, in, in real estate, and um, I know those people typically are the exception, but unfortunately, I'm an exception magnet, <laughs> Yeah. and the amount of stories that I've collected in the five years of real estate, I mean, 10-plus-year veterans go, oh my gosh, Mark, Yeah. I have never, and you know, I'm just, I'm sick of that. <laughs> well, and I mean, to me, money isn't everything. Nope. Like, That's... yeah, money's great, you can do what you want with money, but if... You are not happy making that money. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Exactly. If you are literally ruining your mental health and your day to day and like everything that you're doing to the point where you can't even function, like what is the what is that money for then? Yeah, Nothing. it's for burning. Yeah. The because it it just I hate it. I hate money. I wish there we just somehow lived in a world where our value was based off of our goodness. Mm-hmm. I would just be so rich. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, there'd be some deductions. I mean, we've talked about it before, but like, that's a perfect example of why I took a pay cut to go work at Happy Tales is because I knew that working with dogs is what I wanted to do Yeah, is what would make me happy. So losing the dollar fifty, two dollar, however much didn't matter because Mm -hmm. I was doing something that I loved. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm also I'm an expensive bitch. Yes, it's true. You know, I like spending money, and I've grown accustomed to a certain level of having money, mm-hmm. and you know, with building the shop, and I'm just I'm about to be a lot broker than I have been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thought of you know, like oh, I could just you know, I could sell these last two clients, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll make another like fifteen grand, and then. That's like a bonus. But then here's the sacrifice, right? Because it's easy to say that. It's Mm -hmm. really easy to say that, except when you look at what I'm sacrificing. Mm -hmm. So like I want to change my career tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Literally, I'm launching. We haven't really gone over it, but I'm becoming a full-time content creator. I'm changing my entire life path tomorrow, Monday. Mm -hmm. Monday. We're doing this. And yes, I could sacrifice some of my commitments to make that twelve to twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but here's where I gotta I gotta kind of answer. I don't have an answer to this yet. Is that money right now worth one hundred and twenty thousand that 
I would sacrifice because I just put my new career back another two months. Yeah. So now, t- instead of taking those two months off of the beginning, take them off of the end. So now I'm a successful streamer. Uh-huh. I'm making real money, right? Because my very moderate goals, because I'm not shooting for the top. Yeah. I'm shooting for the pit, the what uh, my goal is. Yeah. My goal is about the same as what I make as a real estate agent. Uh-huh. That goal is so obtainable. <laughs> yeah. Because the numbers we're talking are about a thousand people. If I can, on the average, get a a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars a year on me, I will make six figures a year. Yeah, that's crazy. So pretty obtainable, right? Yeah. Because I'm already in the tens. I'm only three zeros away. <laughs> okay. So when you put it like that, I'm really close, right? Yeah. I'm three zeros away from obtaining my goals. Okay? Five is a little precarious or whatever you said. <laughs> so now imagine I may, I'm, I've made it. Yeah. So now I'm just going to stop for two months. I'm not yeah. going to make 40000 a month mm-hmm. because I'm stopping at the peak of my my yeah gain right yeah and so that's something for me is i know it's a hypothetical versus a right now but you really if you're going to commit to something there's sacrifice Mm -hmm. and part of that sacrifice comes a lot of success i feel yeah and i'm struggling though because i mean i have obligations Mm -hmm. i mean i we pay for stuff and there's money money is very necessary yeah but the way i see it is you (sighs) can always make money like you can always find a Sell way body or... to make money. If you were that, that like true. if you were so hard on, like you were completely broke, you couldn't pay your bills. You could literally go get a regular job, make money, pay your bills. Like you're not, you know. That's true. <laughs> like that's how I see it. Is you're always gonna make more money. There's always ways for you to make more money. I mean, especially with me and Lindsay's resume, like, get out of town. Yeah. We could get a job in any number of industries. I mean, obviously, it's not what you want to do, but, like, say you're so broke to the point you can't pay your bills, you could Mm -hmm. literally go back to Dish and get a job. Yeah, that's very true. So I don't think the fear of not having the money should be... Hmm. altering that's really good advice <laughs> really, of what you want to do that helps me a ton actually yeah because i was str- i woke up at six something this morning thinking about that yeah because i have a client right now that i enjoy he's a good man and he's you know i i want to say friend because that's a polite thing to say but in all honesty we're acquaintances yeah. <laughs> just because it's not like we hang out Clients, but he's a good yeah. dude he's a great guy um and he is j- literally yesterday Text me properties about how he wants to start again. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? Right on the cusp. Yeah. Right on the cusp. And then I I just had to think about it. Because basically, if I refer him out, which I'm going to do, Mm -hmm. when I refer him out, I'm going from making like 11,000 to like 2,000. That's a huge amount of money. Yeah. That's for some people, that's a life changing amount of money. They would drop to their knees and cry. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So. But you just nailed it on the head. You're yeah. absolutely, it's it's worth it. Yeah. That is my sacrifice well, for like, what I want to do. The other thing is like you could, you might feel guilty because he is a great guy. Yeah. And you've worked with him. I for assume I know who you're time. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't put his, that in front of your own happiness. 
Like, you have to do what is going to make you happy. And if doing this last one, <sighs> say something happens. Yeah. Like, it, like it wasn't it worth it. it always does. It wasn't worth it. Because also, there's definitely, you know, and I use this ter- term loosely, but it's just the most appropriate description. There's some PTSD there. Yeah. I had, a, you know, my mental breakdown of 2020 um, <laughs> was caused by a real estate transaction that went straight to the depths of hell itself. Yeah. And I am gun shy, <laughs> you know, rightfully so. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Like, it's one of those where I'm not ashamed, but I'm disappointed in myself a little. Just for personal pride reasons. Yeah. You want to be strong enough. And sometimes you realize you're not as strong as you might be, but we're working to now overcome that. Um, but the only reason, honestly, why I would do it and not refer it out, because if, you know, if what I'm saying is, or whoops. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Bradley <laughs> said, it, "I was like, well. <laughs> uh, so if if my client, if I truly want to take care of him, right? Mm-hmm. The responsible and mature thing to do is to not take the business, yeah. Because I know for a fact I would not put everything into it. And the, I would, there's your answer, right? I there. would hate every single phone call showing i would dread it he wouldn't know because yep. i'm good at my job yep. i would put on the best show he's ever seen but my internal mental happiness would be like if i had to do one showing my entire day would be ruined yep. just because unfortunately that's where i'm at right now mm-hmm. we're working on it but that's where i'm at and i know if like oh we got a showing at four i'm not even gonna yeah. And I would but just like, watch YouTube. But like out of YouTube. respect for your client, mm-hmm. that's why you wouldn't do the deal. And that's why it's... it's Because you can admit that. You can admit yeah. like, hey, this isn't right for me. I'm not going to be able to give it my all. You deserve somebody who's going to give it your all. Yeah. That's why out I, of respect for you, I feel like this isn't right. And it's true. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. If anything, it's the better option. Like when I, when I, dog, when I used to dog train, people would come to me say with something like Scarlet, where like where it's really out of my realm. Like yeah. out of respect for you and wanting to do what's right for you, I'm not the right trainer for you. Like that is out of my realm. I am not comfortable yeah. doing that. I mean obviously a little different because like the motions behind that part aren't there, but it's still like the same thing. Well it's the same idea. And that's you're talking about the professional side of it. Mm-hmm. Because there's two sides to the coin. As a professional, there's times no matter what's going on in your life where you need to suck it up. Right. But I don't think that's one of those times. Yeah. I really don't because I don't want to be a real estate agent anymore. Yeah. I don't want to continue down this career path. So replace it with I don't have clients anymore. Now I just work at Walmart. Mm -hmm. I have coworkers that like me. Should I stay there if I'm miserable? No. No. Absolutely not. I have another like perfect example of like putting it into terms that my work is. You may absolutely love the job you do, and then one day you get bit by a dog, and this has happened in the past, get bit by a dog, and they weren't able to overcome that fear of getting bit again. And so, unfortunately, they had to leave Mm -hmm. because the PTSD of that event was so extreme that it affected the rest of her job there. She didn't feel comfortable handling the dog. She didn't feel comfortable Mm. if they got in a fight. And so it came to that she wasn't able to do what she needed to do. So she had to leave or she chose to leave. Yeah. Well, and that, but again, that's the mature thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But so is life sometimes. (laughs) That's the (laughs) thing. There's, there's nothing wrong with 
a bad outcome if you, I guess, understand why it was bad. Mm-hmm. Because not every outcome is going to be good. That's true. At also, all. shit happens. Shit happens, man. The way man. that you handle it and move on from it is like the big part of yeah. it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. I didn't think we were going to talk about this kind of stuff, but yeah. it, uh, I don't know. It normally, you kind of gave me this piece, and that's why I'm a little lost for words because I'm, it's a lot easier for me to explain when I'm struggling because I just, I, I self analyze all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to articulate when I'm feeling bad. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling at peace, there's just like, hmm. <laughs> what do I say? What do you what do you what do you say when you got nothing to bitch about? <laughs> but what is I don't, this happiness feeling? Yeah, what is this joy in my heart? Um so it's gonna be a bummer. Mm-hmm. But not really, because now the way that I can say it to them is an even deeper truth. It's just gonna be yeah. hey man, um I've have an amazing opportunity that I've decided to take. And unfortunately that means I'm not I can't be real estate anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, he's just, he's going to understand. Yeah. And I'm going to get him in touch with a great agent who's going to take care of him because he's a full-time agent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a little piece of that cake and I'm going to become, I'm me and Lindsay, I'm telling, we're going places, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I'm excited. You're going to see me on a stage doing public speaking one day before I die. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm going to be 97 years uh, old with this cake. I finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, where's your pants? <laughs> Who let him out of the car? <laughs> Who didn't lock the doors? I, I just want to be on stage once <laughs> before I die. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I believe it. Yeah, I man. believe it. Because honestly, one of my life goals, one of my biggest life goals, is to hold some type of either educational, inspirational. Um, like assembly mm-hmm. where people literally come to listen to me tell them how to be great. Mm-hmm. And me and Lindsay have already talked about the path to being able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of self-improvement on my part so that I can make sure I articulate, you know, my message and everything well. Yeah. But it's just cool. The The idea of people looking to me for inspiration is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally selfish, the it. reasonings. Like, I, of course, I want the world to be better. Um, but there is a true, genuine joy and fulfillment that I get mm-hmm. from helping others. Well, and there's also nothing wrong with if you are able to help people and give advice, mm-hmm. you know, to do that. Yeah. Like, if anything. Because, like, I've even had people reach out to me because, like, I am able to see both sides of a situation. Mm-hmm. And in my own thoughts you know, give a third party view of it. Yeah. That's what I do a lot. And like, even and that effective. is great. And yeah. it's good because it's very easy to get entrenched in your own ideals yeah. and beliefs. Well, and it's, I also think it's a really big thing to let people see a different perspective on something that they're seeing. Cause it might alter the way that they like, say you're super angry about something and you give a different perspective on it, it yeah. helps them to see it in a different light. Oh, yeah. Than the, the one way they're seeing it. That's why I argue with myself so much. Because yeah. whenever I'm mad, I want to make sure that I'm mad on for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always try to yeah. imagine, all right, Mark, somebody's arguing against you. What would they say? Because if I don't have the answer for a question, I really probably shouldn't be mad about the answer. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, and it 
A lot of times I'm really good at arguing with myself, though, so I win. I'm like, ah, I told you I could be mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's good, though. And that's where people like you, you know, you were saying you need that other person who can kind of be like, hey, you're really narrowly looking down this hallway. Let me turn the yeah. light on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I do that with Cody a lot because he overthinks things a lot. Like no. I guess not overthinks, but just he obsesses he, about yeah, it because he wants it. it to go the way that he wants it to. And so he puts scenarios in his own head because he thinks that's how these people are going to react. Yeah. And then me, I'm like, well, you don't know that. Like yeah. this is just your assumption of how this person's going to handle it. And then that situation happens, and he comes back, and he's all. Yeah, what do you know? Like they handled it fine. It's like, see, well, because <laughs> he to prepared, see it from a different perspective. He prepares for the worst case scenario. Yeah, he right. Likes to Which be prepared. because you be protected. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a very smart thing to do. The part where it becomes a little damaging is when you don't leave your and he doesn't do this, but is when people don't leave themselves open to be wrong. Yeah. It's very good to be wrong. Yeah. It's humbling. Yeah. Well, especially like if you think, oh, I'm going to say this and this person's going to freak out about it. And then you do. And then it goes then perfectly they don't. fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. So uh, what I thought was not how this person was going to handle this situation. Well, me and you just had one of those conversations <laughs> where I thought it would go one way. And then it was when we were fighting about um, that person who was talking all kinds of crap. And it got me all pissed off, and you oh, said it wasn't a big deal? Yeah. Um, sometimes, when me and Danielle talk, one of us will storm off. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back and forth. Some storm off more than others, but we just we need a moment to collect our brains, and then we t- yeah. almost, actually, we always come back and finish. Yeah. Um, but it can derail a conversation quickly. Fast. And it almost happened the last time you and I were having that conversation, because uh-huh. it was charged. Yeah. But we didn't. Nope. When I found myself getting extremely loud and too much, I tried to catch myself. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of self-awareness. And I saw one time where I thought you were going to bail and you didn't. I I'm almost like, did. I'm like, I here we go. I stand up and I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And sat back down. So f- we still felt those same feelings about wanting to r- take off or mm. yell more. But you catch yourself and you pause a minute and then you kind of move on. Yeah. You know, and... um. That's my thoughts and opinions <laughs> on that. Because I, what were we talking about again? Um, different perspectives. Yeah. But I guess in that situation, I probably led you there because we had different perspectives of what we were talking about. Yeah. But by the end of it, after talking the way that we did, we were able to clear things up on both ends, really. Well, really left with a better understanding of each other. Yeah. And uh, for me, a way better understanding of what I was actually pissed about. Mm -hmm. Because before I thought I was pissed about X and I ended up being pissed about like B. (laughs) So, (laughs) but it was a very calming revelation to me. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, that's what it was. You know, and as somebody who gets very, very mad when they... Or not all the time. That makes you sound really bad. But I can get <laughs> very pissed off. I get very triggered sometimes. Yeah. And it takes me a lot of conversation to calm down. Yeah. Um, but getting to the root of why I'm angry is always my peace. Yeah. Because now I know why I'm mad. So now I can work on it. Yeah. Right. And so when we finally got there after an hour mm. and some change, 
Um, it just, it brought me true peace, man. So yeah. having a different perspective and having a willingness to have an open mind to be wrong, that's what we were talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, that's important. Um, it's very important. <laughs> and I feel like it took me a long time to get there too because I'm like you in a lot of ways. I get angry fast <laughs> when I'm not being understood. It sets me off unbelievably. So it has taken me a long time to think about what I want to say instead of just saying the first thing that comes to my head because the first thing that comes to my head is not the what I wanted to say. Yeah. So in that scenario, there was times where I just kind of sat there and didn't say anything because I'm literally processing and going through my head waiting to say what I want to say so I don't say it wrong or it comes yeah. off wrong. And before, I used to just be like, <laughs> Listen to me! <laughs> I would just shout whatever came to my head and then by the end of it, I was like, well, that's not what I wanted to say. Yeah. That's not how I wanted that to come off at all. Mm. So I have learned to stop and think about it a little bit more. Was that noob? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see <laughs> um, it. <laughs> well, I mean, and that it's called growing up. Yeah. I used to scream. Like when mm. I was with my ex and we were just very toxic, I would scream yeah. and freak out. And now <laughs> it, I have, I tell myself to think about it. Like, chill well because the older you get i like to think the less emotions dictate your behavior yeah right because you gain this wonderful thing called perspective yeah you know the more times you've been punched the less you think you'll die from it yeah i feel like you learn how to deal with the emotions (laughs) that you get from certain things you know the more times you had your heart broken the less times you try to jump off a roof yeah because of it because it's like hey that's not the worst thing in the world that's ever happened to me. So yeah. with age comes perspective and maturity. And it's, it took me a little longer. I'm 32 <laughs> now. Um, but I, I'd like to think that I'm trying to really start to follow a path towards self-actualization. Have you ever heard of that? No. So it's essentially, and I could be wrong, but self-actualization <laughs> is an awareness, a, a total awareness of oneself. Okay. So, like, you know what makes you mad. You know what makes you sad. You know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. You you don't do anything without some type of intentional thought or um, energy towards it. And it sounds exhausting, but it's it's all of that effortless, effortlessly. So, okay. self-actualization. You just, you have, you have figured out how to live in harmony. Um, and I'm working on it. And I, <laughs> I think I've made some great strides. Um, just based off of, you know, cause really you hit, I look for the wins. I look for the, Hey, I didn't act that way. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I reward myself for when I don't get mad when I typically would. Or like being able to be like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then I, I just kind of think about, okay, what have I been doing? To make that reaction reality. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I just try to enhance those behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, waking up early is easier when I go do chickens right away. Yeah. And it's just... Gives it's, yourself a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So I focus on the happy part of the chickens and not the sad part about hacky gagging while I'm doing it all. Yeah. Because rough mornings are rough for old Mark, <laughs> Mark Gibbs, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. 
giving yeah, so... yourself a purpose. So like the dogs, like I, when I wake up, I just want to lay in bed and just <laughs> do nothing. Yes. But I have lay four dogs that are staring at me saying, hey, feed me, feed me, feed me. So then <laughs> what are you doing? I was just looking for dogs. Oh, Scarlet's right there. Um, so I have to get out of bed and feed them. I have a purpose to mm-hmm. get up and do something. You have a reason. Yep. We were watching, so also I have a Discord called The Barbershop. <laughs> yeah. uh, for those who know what a Discord is, go check it out. For those who don't, ask me and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, but I posted on there a really good video I watched on YouTube. Yeah, so I was watching this YouTube video and it was about, it was motivational, which I like doing. <clears throat> but it was kind of the science of behavior, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Like why do humans do what they do or how can we modify what humans do, uh-huh. right? Um, government's great at it. They spend a lot of money understanding soci- sociology. Um, so I just reap the benefits of all their manipulation. So anyway, uh, one thing that they have found is one of the most successful ways to kind of like stop being a shithead. Like if you want to lose weight, but you can never go to the gym, Me. no Mark Gibbs, <laughs> right? Like you want to, well, eating healthy is easy. So I check for me for eating healthy. Um, but you want to build your business, right? But you can't seem to put anything down on paper, right? Like you never, you can never take step one Mm -hmm. and there's a reason for that. Or say you go to the gym for the first two weeks, three weeks, even to the point where you're not really sore anymore, you're even gaining a habit, Uh right? But then you quit Then you just stop, right? Mm -hmm. So what this dude was saying, what he was arguing his hypothesis was <laughs> that you need to change your identity. That is the most important change you have to make if you expect behavior to change. Okay. Right. So there's three, there was three levels to it. The outermost level was like the need, right? The, what you wanted, okay. your goals, right? So the goals are what you want. Then the inner, the next level was the actions you take to obtain those goals, right? So great example, we'll use working out. Come January 1, I'm going to go to the gym because I want my goal, I want to lose weight, right? So you have actions and you have goals. Those are easy. That is what 90% of people do. And that is why about 10% of people succeed because what the other 10% of people do is they change their identity to a person that has those goals. Okay. So, for example, I'll use myself for this, right? So, before tomorrow, which is Monday, I was not a streamer, right? I was a real estate agent who streamed. Yes. Right? I was a gamer who streamed. Mm-hmm. I was part-time, okay? I was not a streamer. Mm-hmm. By definition, I was not a streamer. But what was I doing? I had goals, right? Oh, I need... <clears throat> um. I want my channel to grow, so I need to set a schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, guess how good I did on that schedule? <laughs> yeah. Sure, I, I took the action, right? I set the schedule <laughs> yep. to obtain my goal of streaming more consistently to grow, et cetera, et cetera. Well, guess what? <laughs> Mark, being a part-time streamer, he didn't feel the motivation to obtain, to take those actions to obtain that goal. So I essentially set myself up for failure yep. because I set goals before I was willing to change who I was. Uh-huh. So now that I'm a streamer, the thought of sticking to this schedule is happy now. Mm-hmm. Now I look forward to the obligation compared to I resisted it before because I wanted more freedom. Yeah. 
So now just by changing how I viewed myself, my goals became easy to obtain. Mm -hmm. So another great example is your boyfriend husband. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 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 So Cody does not work out to stay fit. Yes, he does in the in the most basic explanation of it, right? Okay. But Cody's identity is somebody who sticks to things. He's consistent. Mm -hmm. Cody's identity is somebody who, if he sets a goal, he will do it. Yeah. So his idea is true, right? So his identity is he cares about either his own perception of himself mm-hmm. or how others perceive his actions and his character. Right. So his identity makes it easy for him to go to the gym. Yeah. Because he will not be the guy who doesn't go to the gym. Yep. So do you see how the identity transformation yeah. <laughs> is what matters the most? Uh-huh. If you don't fully commit to what you're doing, it's not who you are and you will not succeed as good as you can. That makes so much sense. Wild, right? Because when people, if you were to think of who Cody is, mm-hmm. Cody is a guy who is obsessed with hunting, is obsessed with going to the gym. He's obsessed with bettering himself like that. If you were to say, like, how would you describe Cody? These are what people would say about Absolutely. him. And that's who he is. Yep. <laughs> and now look at because of how or who he is as a person, what he obtains with his goals. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So his, he, he, succeeds I, in he his identifies goals. as somebody who doesn't spend his money stupidly. Uh-huh. And because of that, he is extremely financially successful. Yep. Do you see the difference between I'm going to save money? That's different. Yeah. No, you're just uh, some you're somebody who spends money. You're okay. How can I say this more eloquently? You you may want to save money, and even if you succeed at that, you won't do as good if you're somebody who's really bad with money, who's just good with sticking to your goal. Mm-hmm. So you'll still have those slip ups or those stupid purchases where you shouldn't, but overall yeah. you're still saving a good amount of money. Yeah. Right. But if you are someone like Cody, he identifies as somebody who doesn't ever buy stupid things. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't. Yeah. Period. And the subsequent like goal of that is he saves a bunch of money. Well, and he also has like if you were to ask him like what are you gonna do to save money, he'll say this, this, this. Yep. Like he has his ways already set, and it's easy for him because it's who he is. Yeah. So maybe here's a thought: <laughs> um, instead of if you're gonna go to the gym, how about instead of writing out a bunch of goals in a schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, act well. So I'm gonna steal this from him, but then I have my own theory that I that went back. So what he said to do is the first two minutes are the most important part of anything you're trying to do. Okay. The first two minutes. And I completely agree with this because the, <clears throat> excuse me, the first two minutes are when your motivation is at its app. <coughs> <coughs> oh my, hold on. <laughs> Mark's choking. <laughs> so we always have water. So the first two minutes are the most important, um, part of anything you do because okay. it's when your motivation is at its absolute peak so and i'm like okay well that's easy enough to say but then he broke it down to so he used the example of running right okay. so running the first two minutes are the most important part the first two minutes are what determine if your run goes or doesn't go 
And I'm like, okay. So he broke down the two minutes in a very realistic way. He said, okay, what do you do your first two minutes? Okay. You put your running shoes on, you go out the door or you just, you know, and then you close the door. Yeah. So now (laughs) say it takes you two minutes to do that. It doesn't matter if you just lost all your motivation. 90% of people. Well, now there's a study. See, it's tough. I know you guys didn't watch this. You need to watch this video. So they did a study, and they had three different groups of people. This is why it's called the Let's Get Lost, because hang on, people. <laughs> if you're keeping up with this, bless your heart. So so there was three groups of people that their goal was um, to lose weight. Okay. Okay. So the first group – now, these were the criteria for the, for the groups. Okay. The first group um, were the control. They just set a goal, and then – they were their objective was to reach their goal. Okay. Okay. About thirty-five percent of those people failed or succeeded, excuse me. Okay. So thirty-five percent of people obtained their weight loss goal. Okay. The second group was exactly the same as the first, except the only difference was that group was before they left the the, the, the office, whatever, they were shown a motivational video. Okay. Right. So they were shown a motivational video. That's the only thing that was different. Okay. Ironically enough. 30, did I say 39 for the first group? So it was 39 for the first group, 35% for the second group. So the people who were shown the uh, motivational video actually did just a little bit worse. Now, in terms of (laughs) mathematics, it's kind of, you know, 2.02%. It's kind of stupid, but still something. Now, here's the kicker. Here's what makes this study very relevant. The third group, was not shown a video, but they, um, what was it? They had to write a sentence every day or every week. So they had to write a sentence every week that said, I will um, do run this far, do this many workouts, etc." It was the same for everybody. Okay. Guess how many people succeeded in their weight loss goals? Probably not that many. 90% of people in group three succeeded. Did it? Succeeded. Really? 90% of people. And the only thing that was different. So remember, the first group was nothing. They just mm-hmm. had a goal. Mm-hmm. The second group got shown a motivational video. Uh-huh. And the third group, the only thing that was different is they had to write out their, they had to commit in writing mm-hmm. to their. Um, I guess that makes sense because goal. they have a purpose. They have a commitment. They have a re- yeah. <laughs> yep. That they makes have, sense. <laughs> it's be it fake consequence. They have a consequence by shame yeah. of not accomplishing their goal. 90% of people who wrote down their goals reached it. it makes sense. Well, their weight sense. loss goal reached it. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. That is very, very cool. I believe so it. That applies to the same principle of the identity part. These people committed Mm -hmm. which is pretty substantial to being like it just they wanted to identify as somebody who kept their commitments yeah that part of it was much uh would have hurt them a lot more than the shittiness of exercise Uh and that's so cool yeah it's cool Mm -hmm. because if you don't care if people that you know and that comes back to if you get oh it's okay you failed and now people, they don't have that extra motivator. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you just beat the shit out of people if they fail, but a little bit of shame never hurt nobody. Yeah. I mean, shame done correctly in a very positive way can 
really motivate people. Well, I think it's like, okay, you failed, so what are you going to do differently? Yeah, it's bad you failed. So show us what you're going to do differently. Because yeah. like that the, yeah. is how I think is what is like, okay, you're right. I did yeah. like It's okay to fail, but how you fix what you did wrong or, you know come up with a new plan like that's what's important 100 percent. how you recover it's not yeah. about how you fall it's about how you get back up. i mean like look at you like all of the previous things that you have tried and failed at yep. <laughs> but you saw how you failed at that tried a different way the next time and like you're just slowly figuring out what is live. going to succeed and not succeed but without failing i wouldn't know nearly the amount of stuff exactly. that i know you took what you did in the past that didn't work and figured out a different way to do it. Yep. Oh, man. To overcome. <laughs> it's so cool. It's There's just so many good things coming. We got a YouTube video. Or video. We got my YouTube channels coming. Uh-huh. Like, so much is is going to be different with me being a full-time content creator. Yep. The podcast is right on the rails. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a weird time mentally, but it's a very good time... Um, for just the thoughts of the future. I well, guess. I also feel like what <laughs> is happening now is going to benefit your mental Me too. Hundred percent. I think I finally for the last year I've kind of been I don't think I've been doing what I was meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. I think I've for the last, you know, four I'd say the last like three years, um, I've been making a lot of money and having a lot of fun. And I really feel like that was kind of the precursor to a lot of very true, genuine success coming our mm-hmm. way. And I say our, like, our, our family is, a, it just, there's some big stuff coming. There's, it's going to be cool. I'm excited. It's going to, it's going to be years, but every year is going to be a little better than the year before. Yeah. And it's going to be pretty damn cool, Well, like, man. even for me, like, yep. with the stickers, like, I have never <laughs> thought that I would be doing something like this. Most people like, don't. I always thought, I mean, obviously, like, Happy Tales is, like, who I am. Well, of course. Like, the dog aspect and everything. But being able to make somebody happy by something related to their dogs, like, that's big for me. Like, well, it's something you created. Yeah. And, like, being able to match the dog to their, or, like, the, the background to their personality and everything like yeah. that is, like, the main part that I really enjoy about it. <laughs> that's great. It's so cool. Yeah. So here's what you guys got to keep doing. You got to keep listening because this this story is only getting better. We're on like chapter two. Yeah. (laughs) We got so much great things that are coming and just be ready. So much great. Danielle's designs, if that's an official name, um, is just there's so there's so many reasons to to check us out. Yeah. So hang on tight. Here we go. It's going to feel good. Yeah, man, this is a good one. Yeah. My yeah. feet are so cold. Are they? Yeah, I'm all tucked in. I'm <laughs> yeah. all tucked in. Yep. Um, but yeah, where'd we go? Where'd we... Oh, gosh, I don't even know. Where'd we, we start? We talked about Twitch. Talked about the stickers. Oh, yeah. Talked about... Photoshop. Um, Money over happiness. Oh, man. How you shouldn't be afraid of changing things because of the fear of not having money true money is a tool just like anything else Mm -hmm. if you don't cry over losing a shovel you shouldn't cry i mean if you put any effort into it you can make money somehow there's a money pot it's a possibility that's called america (laughs) and it's wide open for anybody who's willing to put their hands in Mm -hmm. the only thing is it's a little tough to get over the rim Mm -hmm. once you get over the rim that money pot is yours yep 
you just have to get over the rim and it takes a lot of climbing. Yep. 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 yep, yep. <laughs> so that's all I got, man. Yeah. That was good. That kind of cleansed my soul. That was a squeegee. Good. Yeah. Glad. So tune into Twitch. <laughs> tune into Let's Get Lost podcast. Check out my overlays. <laughs> Check out Danielle's overlays. I'm so excited. Um, and as always, be out, Girl Scouts. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> oh.